0: First of all, before we start the show, thanks for editing this, Ben. I hate you. Okay, Get right, out, let's start now. <laughs> That'll be a good thing for him to listen to. Get what the FM is of the show. Why, why do they do that? Uh, it's I don't know why it called us they. <laughs> it's, uh, people think that we're on an actual radio station now. I thought we were. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. No, he didn't. Oh. Um, And that just keeps people thinking, if we can make the listeners feel stupid, then that makes us feel better than them. Yeah, but I tricked myself. <laughs> I know. Okay, right. I think it's ninety-seven so, point a one. Of fluff. I think it's ninety-seven point one. I'll okay, go, I'll go with that.
1: <coughs> <laughs> I'll just get started, man.
0: <laughs> this is ninety-seven point one. This is PlayStation Radio UK. This episode's coming at ya. With absolutely no PlayStation whatsoever, it's only about movies. And as well as not having PlayStation, it's got no Ben. So the two reasons you'd want to listen, they're gone. Yeah. With me though is Patrick.
1: That's me. Hi,
0: Patter Patter.
1: That's become my new nickname. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was
1: what was it you were calling me, Baddie? I was I was calling you Baddie. Yes. It's
0: like the name of some like really badass. I don't know gangster.
1: Is it, I think it's a horrific name, but I think it's going to stick with you. I don't
0: know, it's the kind of thing like if you had someone that was so badass that they could hold a name like Poppet or Puppy or...
1: Well, no, but normally they have it ironically, don't they? Like They have a massive guy called Tiny, but if you've got a bad guy
0: called Baddy, that implies he's complete turd, doesn't it? Yeah, he's a bit dim, but he thinks he's awesome, so he's like, Yo, man, I'm Baddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's be. from Hackney, apparently. <laughs> Oh, that's a little giggle there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so I, we usually do a movie show. We talk about one main film and a couple of other stuff. I think the main sh- the main shit, the main movie that we saw, this...
1: Explicit podcast.
0: Do you want to just get some swear words out while well, we can? Yeah, bum. <laughs> bum is the first one you go to. Yeah. Damn, that's poor. Um, feck. Ah. Uh, So I think the film we we both watched this time is, what would you say it was? Let's let's
1: (coughs) say in time. Three, two, one. Bangladesh. Dread (laughs) 3D. Dread 3D. Yeah, Dread.
0: That was really good. Yeah. The, uh, The day that you told me to go and see it, or the day before you told me to go and see it, one of our listeners, George Cook. Right. He was like, "Oh, you should go and see this film. It's so good." He used to read the comics, and he said that it's so, it's a lot like the comic books, and it's just a really a really good film. And then yeah. the next day, you were like, "You should go and see it." So, two people's enough to persuade me, um, and I wasn't I wasn't let down. That was an awesome film. Yeah,
1: for sure.
0: I don't have a Did, clue how to describe what it's about, though.
1: Right? Do you want to give it a crack, or should I?
0: Yeah, I think you should do it.
1: Okay, well, as you said, it's based on a, a comic book. I think it's British, isn't it, the comic book made by a British guy? No idea. Right, okay, good start. Um, it's uh, it's very famous, though. It's about a dystopian future where Ooh. um, you've got a lot of crime, a, a lot of misery, a lot of slums, a lot of poverty.
0: There's been a nuclear war, and the whole of the U.S., is wasteland apart from this big city that stretched? What was it he said from Washington D.C. to? And he named another I, city. Basically, yeah. it's now just a massive city, and it's got parts of what was left from the twenty first century of of um, prosperity, and parts of it is just massive tower blocks mm. to house the population that's seemingly bursting at the seams. Mm. And in that tower block is where the whole film takes place, which is a lot like The Raid's Redemption, if you, you saw The Raid. I,
1: I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I've heard some comparisons. Yeah. So I think IGN said the same thing.
0: Uh huh. We talked about The Raid a couple, maybe a month ago, a couple months ago. That was our film with the week in one of the other flicks episodes. And now we've seen a film which is almost the exact same, but mixed with Batman is what, it, what it feels like. Obviously, there's a lot more killing than yeah. in Batman. Some of this stuff, I went in and you said you did. You thought it was like a PG or a twelve A or something.
1: We, yeah, because even Batman was a twelve A, wasn't it? And it seemed yeah. like that had quite a lot of violence in it. But this was something else compared to pretty much all the other comic book movies I've seen. It was an eighteen. It didn't pull its punches at all. It was very gory. Yeah, kind of. And, and we we've seen some messed up stuff together. I mean, we watched a Serbian film. Yeah. And you know that that doesn't hold back. That's pretty gruesome Mm -hmm. but I didn't really uh, flinch at that one too much but this like some of the uh, like gunshot reactions and the gunshot wounds
0: were a bit graphic yeah for sure but then there's one part which annoys me when someone gets shot through a wall into his back out the front okay and they've shown all these graphic gunshot wounds and they've shown that each gunshot wound has an entry point and an exit point and he only stitches up the front what's the point? what's the point in that?
1: He's dread though. He doesn't really I, give a fuck. Yeah. Uh huh. And did it leave his body?
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Well, do you remember the name of the guy who plays dread? I don't. That's the point because no one knows who he is, and that's a good thing because this film does not deserve uh, Sylvester Stallone like the original film.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Doesn't deserve? It surpasses right. it.
1: Yeah, it surpasses it. I should say it doesn't deserve the uh, the abuse of. His face ah, okay, and poor acting okay. and now deceased son
0: the thing is <laughs> all you see is his mouth, yeah, the whole film. which is
1: the way it should be from what I gather
0: yeah, and that it just I don't know anything about the comics, but it just it gives dread this kind of i don't I didn't know anything about the character, and from the moment he walked on, I was like, this is a badass, you do not want to get anywhere near if you're yeah. are against the law, you know, he yeah. will end you. <laughs> will
1: um, literally end your existence. Yeah.
0: yeah. He will make it as so though
1: you were never born. Yeah. Um But I, I was so used to or I was expecting him to fool for the girl who uh was again played by a, a fairly little known actress, but um Dred portrays this big, really uh sort of dehumanized figure. Yeah. And definitely. then you've got uh, this girl, this blonde girl, who um was training to be a judge. That's what these guys do, they're judges. And they basically go around looking at crimes, and um, for the good of the state or whatever, they kill people when it needs to be done. Yeah, they're and they're
0: judge, jury, and executioner basically. They yeah, they they are like the police, except they give the punishment on the spot. They don't go to a jury. They don't. So if someone does something against the law, like murder, and then it's a death sentence, they'll just kill them.
1: Yep. Yeah. For sure. And this girl, she had been training for her exam and she failed. Um, borderline, I think. And uh, she'd be given another shot at becoming a judge, basically due to the fact that she has um, sort of uh, psychic powers, you could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she can read people's minds and um, it, it sounds quite wedged in and strange, but apparently it's it's what happened in the comics, and it's very faithful um but she can tell what people are thinking all these sick criminals and she can read their minds so um she's a pretty useful judge I would say,
0: yeah, I'd say that the psychic parts where there's a lot of mind stuff going on it, it's a good break from the actual the, the actual action of the film, yeah, because the one complaint I'd have about this film and the reason i would i would say it isn't as as good as the raid is that the action. Never really felt that unique. Right. I never really thought there was anything in that film that I hadn't seen before. And when you go and watch The Raid, it's just the action's some of the best you'll see in cinema. Right. But this film, it does such a good job of, of bringing you into that world. And it's not even a long film, because when you go and see Batman or something, they're, they're really long films, the new ones, and you have known that character your whole life. You know what Batman mm. is. You know what he stands for. I didn't have a, a clue about this film. And I went in yeah. and I felt by the end of it, I knew exactly what he, the, the main character stood for him. I knew exactly what the world was like. It, it's a really involving film. Yeah, it makes you feel like you have you know the character by the end of it, which I think is really good, especially if they want to turn this into some kind of uh, franchise that they can sponge off. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, I, I'd totally be expecting a sequel from this. I don't know how much it costs to make, but... It was short, as you said, and there weren't very many well known people in it. So I'd
0: imagine it, it probably wasn't that much. Mm-hmm. So the I think was going to make a lot of money. The acting yeah, was good. Yeah, it was um, very good. Even though, I mean, some of the hardest thing in acting, from what I hear from interviews and stuff, is when you have to enact a role with only part of your face. So mm-hmm. he's only got his mouth, and then you get people in surgery that are doing stuff with a mask on, they only have their eyes. Yeah. And yeah, that was really well done. All you see is his mouth, but you always know that he's just... hes He seems like he's always pissed off. <laughs> but not to the extent yeah. where it's like Batman, where he's just kind of... <sighs>
1: yeah, yeah. Know? I think you um, you did feel... Well, yeah, actually, no, I, I didn't feel sympathy for Dread because, you know, he he's a guy who can handle himself, and you never really doubted him. Like, he never was vulnerable. You know, in a lot of action films, it's always one guy... Uh, against the cosh, like Nathan Drake style and he's just got to wipe out a wave of people and he's always under the back foot. This guy was always in control and he was always um you know you fancied him to win which I thought was was a nice change.
0: Yeah, but then you could say that takes some of the suspense out of the film.
1: Maybe I mean I this doesn't have an amazing story. That's not why you're going to go and no, see this film. I, I think it's I also don't action. think it's
0: the kind of film you, you go to see if you want to sit on the edge of your seat. Right. But then, it, well, no, not because not because the action isn't intense or anything, just because it's not the kind of film you go into thinking, oh, what if he doesn't make it, you know? Yeah. It's not like where you go in and see Spider-Man and you expect Spider-Man to die. Because right. you don't. It's the same kind of thing.
1: Sure, sure.
0: But saying that, it's not, it's not like Transformers where you go in and you come out of the cinema and you feel kind of semi-retarded by the end of it.
1: Yeah, sick. Physically <laughs> sick. Bitter.
0: Angry and just used.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the less said about Transformers, the better. But mm-hmm. So I think you've also got to give a lot of credit to the way uh, the audio design for this film. The soundtrack was very good, I thought. Um, it really served a purpose. And you would hear gunshots and it would be like boom, boom, boom. And then it would blend sort of into the beat of the song it was really clever I love yeah. the way it's edited
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. really um, artsy film and I don't want to say that in a way that makes it sound like it's a film for your average douche to go and see
1: right well uh, I'm going to go apeshit here for a second because you know the adverts did you see the trailers for this in England yeah I think so yeah Okay, well not pretty, in England pretty...
0: I saw them in Scotland sure well <laughs> sorry about that
1: there were uh, clips from the film basically but it was all slow motion stuff and it was that Larue song, going in for the kill, and it was it was the Let's Get Ravey remix, which is along the lines of going for the Kill, something like that,
0: in for
1: the kill. something like that. So, hell was um, that at the end? <laughs> I don't know. She just got excited. Larue, did she bless her? But that was the uh, the trailer campaign they were doing for that, and I found it really annoying. And the trailers managed not to sell me on this film at all. Um, you know, I, I like slow motion, but I'm like, wow, this entire thing is going to be in slow motion at this rate. Well, maybe but, they
0: thought that, yeah, let's make an advert that isn't going to make these these film buffs that that, that read up on film reviews and go and see the films that are, are well are rated because they're going to go and see the film anyway. Let's yeah. make a, an advert that's going to make all the people that don't have a clue about films go and see it.
1: Right yeah and but I, it, think, it I think I think coming com, coming from from the perspective of someone who is always gonna go and see this this film because it got really good reviews, I think the ad campaign didn't do it justice because mm. that song's been out for years like and it's been overused it's been in trailers before, and the soundtrack of the film itself is excellent, so I
0: think they could have slapped
1: something like that on but yeah I always it's think small, that, it's a
0: small de- detail I always think that they're a really good trailer like a really cinematic one um the Dark Knight Rises had good adverts yeah. They're always better, to me, anyway.
1: Right. The thing is that this film, like, The Dark Knight Rises goes from place to place to place, but this film was all in a big tower block, so I guess you couldn't really spoil it in the trailer? I suppose, yeah. Yeah, you, you know what you're going to get, really. Yeah, but, yeah I think we, we've we talked about the visuals of, of this film.
0: I We saw it in 3D. I guess you saw it in 3D, right? I don't have a choice. I don't usually like 3D, my eyes can't really focus on it and I end up just kind of I end up, you know, when you go to the cinema and it's all like, oh it's 4K which is over four times as good as normal conventional 1080p Yeah It's really good quality picture and then my eyes are just seeing blurriness not because of the camera work but because it's 3D yeah. I, I hate it uh, but in this one it wasn't that bad considering how much motion was going on um, usually I can't focus at all. Yeah, I
1: thought it was really unobtrusive, like I didn't notice the 3D too much which I guess is a good thing mm-hmm. but, the only, um, sorry No, I was going to say like when I went to see Avatar I was just like oh, look, uh, like I couldn't see anything at all yeah. for the most part, I was struggling a little bit mm-hmm. but, it's subtle one, it was, yeah, I very think subtle. the only
0: point where it gets kind of actually 3D is at, towards the end and I think it's just like a some glass in the air or something
1: Yeah, well Uh, I don't want to spoil it but they have um, a few times in the film they have people falling from a great height and like they'll abuse the slow motion and the 3D at that point it's like whoa it's like she's falling right on you but yeah you know stuff like that yeah but I think it really um, it's put together very well the director I'm trying to think what else he did I looked it up he did a film called Endgame which I never saw No, I never Um, saw that. No, and he... um, Oh, a couple of years ago, what did he do? Tell you what, if you can do filler for about 30 seconds, I'll find it. Okay.
0: Uh, What I was going to say is this film is... Because there's been a lot of superhero films out. There's been the new Spider-Man, Avengers, and The Dark Knight Rises. And this Mm. film came out of nowhere. And I know all the other superheroes, but I didn't know this guy. And it's kind of shot to a, a really close second film out of those four superhero films that I just mentioned yeah it's it's That's, really yeah. good I wouldn't write it off and say okay alright, well I've seen all these superhero films I wouldn't go and see this one it's really good
1: yeah for sure I mean I don't think you're going to come out saying wow this has changed the way I think about film or anything but no. it's, uh, it's you know it's a very good action film doesn't disappoint there's no frills it's uh, just a very nice film to look at
0: yeah, the thing about action films now is that there's there's so much budget in cinema mm. that they tend to go a little overboard, and that's one of the reasons that I don't like Transformers is because when you have too much action, too many explosions, and too many bullets and cars flying through the air, mm. you can't your brain cannot focus on it all at once. You can't yeah. take that much in.
1: I'll say M- Michael Bay isn't much of a pacing man. He's just bang straight in there. Yeah, you know, and ass. What explosions. I liked about The Raid,
0: and I probably said this when we saw it in the other episode, other movie yeah. episode, is that it takes it back to, like, 80s and 90s martial arts films, to the good ones, where there wasn't much of a budget. Yeah. And the action is really grounded, and, and you can you can believe it's happening. Yeah. And this is similar, but with guns and a budget. It's, not, it's There's not too much, which I think you can't over overstate how important that is to an action film.
1: Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I just looked it up. The guy who directed is uh, Pete Travis, and he did Vantage Point in 2007. Hmm. I don't know if you okay. saw that, but that was quite, I think, guess, his most well-known movie up to this point. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's, but,
0: it's most well-known, but I didn't see it.
1: No, no, so neither did I. But it's uh, a pleasant surprise, this film, I would definitely say.
0: Definitely, yeah. Um, and I'm going to make a nice little segue. Hmm. <laughs> the main enemy in that film, in, in Dread, is... is the woman, the queen, from Game of Thrones. Mama. Uh, have you seen Game of Thrones?
1: Mama. No.
0: It's some of the best TV out at the moment. Yeah. Up well, the, she, up she's there with, in that up show, with, is she? Yeah, she's the queen. She's a, she's a Lannister. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's up there with Breaking Bad. So if you if you don't watch Breaking Bad, which is season five is, is on at the moment, it's mm. on a it's on a season break at the moment. Uh if you don't watch that and you don't watch Game of Thrones, you should. Right. Because they are amazing. Game mm, of Thrones nice to... is like Lord of the Rings except elevated. A bit more political and mm. and better, in my opinion.
1: Right. I see.
0: The the film the the T V show anyway, better than the films of Lord of the Rings. Do you want to talk about the uh
1: premise for this movie a bit more, because you talked about this, uh, the villain Mama, she's called in the film, in- something like, it. yeah some, it's something like Madeline something, but it's but both of her names begin in Ma, so it's Mama. Mama, Mama, yes, but um, I don't think we've uh, done her enough, given her enough credit really, I think she was an excellent villain actually, um, her backstory's pretty interesting, she used to be a hoe, and um then her pimp turned bad,
0: so she fought back. It's a story that Patrick Patrick can relate to. Well he's, yeah, he's been I'm through normally,
1: this. I'm normally the pimp.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Ben's your pimp.
1: Ben Ben's my pimp and I'm gonna mama his ass. <laughs> yeah. But she uh she's pretty twisted in this film. You really Because whenever whenever you've got a female antagonist like this, you know she's not gonna be able to win in like a a hand to hand battle with a big burly bastard like that was a nice one big burly bastard like dread (laughs) so they really uh, had to work hard to present her as a psychotic uh, bitch really he's gonna get what she desires through any means she wants really so uh, I think they did a very good job
0: the funny thing is that's almost the exact same as in the raid it's not a woman and she didn't the guy didn't have a whore background but it's the same she's she's at the top of the tower and in the raid the main guy's at the top of the tower and he has to go through all the the bodyguards to get to that person Mm. it's it's so similar it's unbelievable where where is the raid from it's south american indonesian oh really okay although the director was welsh ah wow so there you go okay so I, th- I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about, film related, TV show related?
1: Uh, Film-wise, I'll I'll just get one out really quick. We don't have to go through it in any great detail, but okay. there will be blood. I saw for the first time. That was awesome uh, film. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, very very good.
0: It's a, uh, it's one of these films that you do sit down and watch if you want to see something that is. Cinema. Like proper cinema, not action. Yeah, in not the it, sense it's... that
1: you're going to see Dread and you're going to love it, but it's not going to be something that redefines cinema. And it, it probably won't be something people are going to talk about 10 years down the line. But I think There Will Be Blood is something that's really going to stand the test of time. And it's mm-hmm. really a, a film for our generation to yeah. be proud of.
0: And speaking of which, you saw Old Boy for the first time. and Yeah. What did you think of that?
1: Wow. Well, <laughs> same thing applies, really. Uh, yeah. I was very, very mind blown by that one. Uh huh.
0: Um, so, that's that, I guess. Ben wanted me to ask you something.
1: Okay, on on the show?
0: Yeah, on air, live. Right.
1: Thanks for cornering me like that,
0: (laughs) You can't escape. He wanted me to ask if you are getting Borderlands 2.
1: Okay. Well, I've seen the... This has nothing to do with movies, by the way, but I've seen (laughs) the uh, the trailer. It's, It's a nice one.
0: Um... Because what we're planning on doing, any listeners out there, if there are any, is there anybody out there? We were, we we're planning on on playing the whole of Borderlands 2 for YouTube in four-player co-op. Right. And you were going to be one of that four.
1: <laughs> I've been pretty, uh, pretty cornered here. I think because I just got Max Payne 2, no, 3 a couple of days ago. Um, I got it for £20 and I haven't played it yet. I've got Sleeping Dogs, which I haven't touched yet. Um, or just barely.
0: And how long is Borderlands going to be? I don't know. 30 hours. But the thing is, if we're playing it on video, we'll only play it certain times, so you'll have time for your, your normal gaming.
1: Okay, okay. Well, uh, I am... Going to reluctantly commit to <coughs> this game.
0: <laughs> there you go. Cornering
1: is worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on audio now, so you yeah. can't back out.
0: What, what was it? Um, I was going to call Ben and ask him. Uh. Oof. Oh, the podcast tomorrow. That was it. Yeah. So I'll call him and we'll see if we can get him to. Yeah. He, We're not really talking about movies anymore, are we? No, I think the movies are done for now.
1: Okay. Well. Just quickly, you said before Dread there were a couple of trailers you liked like to look of. There was Looper with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That is supposed to be the best sort of uh, action film slash psychological thriller this year. So um, it's got great reviews so far, so check that one out.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. And what was the other one? Killing Her Softly?
1: Killing Them Softly is yeah, them the softly. new Brad Pitt film.
0: To the oh, pick- for fuck's
1: sake.
0: He ain't picking up.
1: Huh. Well... What was the other one?
0: There was one more and it's got Ethan Hawke and it's a horror film from the producer of Paranormal Activity and I've forgotten what it's called.
1: Okay. Great.
0: <laughs> Do you want me to have a little look up and see if I can find it?
1: Uh, Sure, sure. Okay. I'll, um, I'm um, i just going to have a, a it's quick... It's called Sinister. Sinister. Okay. C- can I plug something really quick? I don't think you can, no. Well, it, it's not even—it's not to do with me. I'm just saying it's a, it's a film. Okay, but uh, <laughs> I think this may be. Well, in the past, we've watched a Serbian film, and we did a little running commentary of that one, mostly screaming. I'd say about eighty-five percent screaming. Um, <laughs> and if just you've got me any giggling. other suggestions, <laughs> listeners, that we could watch films along the same line, I've discovered um, a film from two thousand and nine called *Birdemic: Shock and Terror*. Which is supposed to be something that really is to be seen for this purpose, you know, ridiculed. We saw Ron Jeremy. What was it? Penis. One-eyed monster. One-eyed monster. Penis
0: attack in in the woods. Penisberg.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is uh, about a bird invasion. Uh, it looks massively uh, Adobe After Effects version one. So, 1.0. <laughs> you could maybe expect a little viewing of that and some thoughts in the future. Yeah. So,
0: so if, the reason I was calling Ben is to find out when we're going to do an actual games podcast. Now right. that my internet is fixed, thankfully. Yep. Um. So that's good. Now that we, that's fixed, we can do an actual an actual show. And we were hoping on getting one out before we go down to London and Leicester. I'm going down to Leicester, then London, right. to, to the expo, the games expo. And we'll be doing a lot of live stuff there and all that kind of stuff. So right. we have been absent for about a month, but we're back and we're kicking.
1: We are kicking.
0: Yep. Anyway, I think that, that's going to wrap it up for the movie show. We like to keep them short because we know most people listening care more about games than these do films. Sure. So that being said, I've been Simon. And I have been Patrick McClellan. Catch you there.
1: You've been listening to the PlayStation Radio UK podcast. To find out more, go to www.playstationradio.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at PS Radio UK.